This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And failing to answer the meaning of life, I just answer your questions instead. That's right, Remington, because this week we're not really going to be discussing anime specifically, but we're doing something that has been heavily requested. You see, on our Patreon... We've had it as a perk that we're going to be doing Q&A stuff, and every other Q&A from here on is going to be a patron exclusive. But we figure for the very first first patron Q&A, we're going to give it to everyone. It'll be open to everyone, so everyone get a, get a little bit of a taste of the action. Yeah, and then you'll get the opportunities to sign up and send us your own weird, wacky questions, because... Let's be honest, Remington, ask, answering just normal-ass questions about us, I feel like, is not our speed. Uh, yeah, and of course, we we, we start with the, uh, just jumping right into it, I think it's only fair to start with the one question that is asked in every Q&A forever. This one from H. Wood. Uh, would you rather f- fight 100 duck-sized horses or 10 horse-sized ducks? How have we not done that for a pre-banter? I, I think we have done that for a pre-banter, but let's discuss it again. Okay, let's go. Uh, 10 horse-sized ducks. I thought it was just one horse-sized duck. No, now there are 10 horse-sized ducks. Oh, then I'm taking the small ones. Yeah, I'm taking 100 duck-sized horses, especially, like, 10 horse-sized ducks? One is enough of a struggle. Yeah, like... 10? Like, ducks are mean, man. Like, I have only met, like, two nice ducks in my life. If there's one horse-sized duck, then I'm choosing it because I think it's just gonna be a bit awkward. Then again, it's bite. And the thing is, horses, they... They're done for if you break one of their legs. Yeah, I'm going, you know what, no matter what, I'm going 100 horse-sized ducks. I mean, yeah. duck-sized horses, not 100 horse-sized ducks. Good oh God. Oh, God. No, that would be a nightmare, because let's be honest, you can kick over a bunch of those little horses, and once they're down, they ain't getting back up. They may be God's perfect creatures, but they are very fragile. <laughs> All right, well, what's our next question, Sean? Our next question. Okay. Uh, this is a very deep and intricate question that I feel like we need to answer, and right, it's been coming for years. Yep. Uh, Cassidy asks, Remington, are you 24 years old? All right, so um, it, it's it's finally, I, I usually don't talk about my age. I feel uh, generally uncomfortable about it. It's um, time to come clean, though, my friend. I know. Sean's been telling me, like, let the listeners know. They'll understand. Uh, I am actually a timeless, endless, uh, beginningless being from the void. The reason he always wears a shirt is because it hides his pyramid. Uh, exactly. And and so I, I usually try to shy away from that because I, I'm very self-conscious. Like, oh man, but if they know I've existed forever and will continue to exist forever, given whatever circumstances may come to humanity as a whole, maybe I won't be as relatable. But Sean has said, don't worry about it. It's they 2020, don't... man. Yeah. and All kinds of things are getting accepted from World War Three to a new <laughs> plague. <laughs> They can accept your timeless, uh, ageless body fueled by pure angst and hate. Yep. So, and and I, I, you know, I also thought like representation for all the the other timeless entities out there who listen to the podcast, who who feel that shame, because I know it's hard for you guys out there. Uh, but I, I want to show you, you're not alone in that struggle. It's not just you. Yeah. Uh, we won't even get into what I am, but that's that's a different matter entirely. And he should feel shame. I, I do feel ashamed. <laughs> 
And that'll be a secret for maybe the next Q&A. All right, uh, Sarah Birch asks us, but let's be honest, really is asking you, uh, what are your thoughts on old school versus new anime in terms of animation, style, content, slash themes, etc.? Oh, wow, an actual content answer. That's... I mean, my answer is, is very simple on this. It's, as a general rule, the old stuff is real bad, especially shonen. Uh, there are some there are some exceptions, but that's the general rule. Sean, what's your probably more nuanced answer? <laughs> My more nuanced answer is that there's a lot of really, really good old stuff. Uh, it's hard for it to keep up with a lot of modern animation techniques, but that being said, look at something like Akira or Cowboy Bebop, and the animation in those are fantastic. Uh, and those were made in the 80s and 90s. Uh, and today we do have some throwaway shows that are have the animation quality of, like, a grade schooler. It, it is, though, wildly impressive. Like, the, the things you've shown me that have come out in the past couple of years, like, they are, the vast majority of them are wildly, like, beautiful and well animated. And it shows how far, like, the the technology and the ideas have come because right now, wow, a lot of really solid stuff is being made, especially when it comes to just the animation quality of the damn thing. Because people are, they're allowed to, to express more and do more because the tools allow it to be more efficient. But at the same time, you get things like conception. Oh, and God. we don't want to talk about that. Uh, but overall, uh, animation can only improve, and we have seen that. Uh, old school anime is well worth going back and watching. I mean, there are a reason people constantly reference them as uh, standards. Your Cowboy Bebops, your Evangelions, etc. cetera. Uh, as far as content and themes, there's definitely going to be a lot of dated stuff, so you got to be prepared for that. There's going to be some ideas that don't really translate too well uh, in a modern day and age, and there's some... Uh, language that isn't quite right. Like uh, for when we discussed Tokyo Godfathers, a yeah, fantastic yeah. movie. It just has one or two lines in it that are a little awkward for the time period. Yeah, definitely a little bit dated. Uh, it helps that at least with Tokyo Godfather, it seems to be said from a place of love and acceptance, which is not necessarily the norm, unfortunately, but is a very welcome exception. Yeah, so... You will have to take those things with a grain of salt, but by all means, go watch some of the old classics. See what you can develop on your own opinions of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's a very interesting one from Anonymous Gamer. Uh, if we could choose any topic for this podcast besides anime, just with a similar format, what would we uh, do it on? So this is actually uh, a question that we, we've discussed quite a few times. I think we've mentioned it a couple of times, even on the podcast. But let's be honest, nobody listens to every episode. Uh, why would you? Uh, but... One one thing that we played around with is like, well, who, it depends on who is the quote unquote main host, right? If it's uh, Sean still, for example, if he's still introducing me to things, uh, let's see, we, like we, classic movies was Yes, one. yes. Film uh, and TV is a big one for- Because uh, I'm ignorant of especially classic yeah. anything. Uh, another thing we've discussed is books. Oh, books would be great. We both just adore books generally. Uh, it would just be a, a book club. If I were to be uh, the host, if we were to sort of switch it, uh, then the the two that we thought, one of which is, is much more like pop culture related, uh, would be like WWE, wrestling. Yeah, because I, I don't understand wrestling, yet I do. Like, yeah. my anime raising makes me think, man, wrestling's great, but man, there's a lot I don't get. Yeah, like, I've been a fan of WWE and wrestling, broadly speaking, uh, since I was like eight years old or something like that. Uh, the second one, which wait, <laughs> is it, it would be, I think it would be a great podcast. I do not think we would get, it, it, it wouldn't relate well to the current podcast. Like the WWE one, all right, we're flipping on its head. It's still 
pop culture. Uh, the other one that I could do would be like uh, religions or scripture out of context. Yeah. Uh, because I, I've always been super fascinated with religion. Uh, although for obvious reasons, that one is a little bit more iffy. Yeah. <laughs> Having an explicit podcast on the nature of the Bible seems a bit uh, concerning for different perspectives. <laughs> uh, but but the, these it's like interesting ideas that that we have, but uh, one big element is we're not sure, like, if the audience would, one, our current audience would then go to there, because a lot of our audience, while they do love us and they primarily listen to hear us, uh, if we were doing it on a different topic, I would say most wouldn't be interested. Oh, one, one uh, that also we could do, maybe not in the same format. But it's definitely been discussed. I mean, this was the origin. Would be video games. Oh yes, because uh, uh, b- both Sean and I are hashtag gamers. Like seriously. Uh, and we're and putting so... pre-orders for our bathwater out. So, <laughs> uh, gamer weeb bathwater, perfect. Yeah. Uh, and initially, the podcast was going to be a Twitch channel uh, yeah, between us. But ultimately, uh, we decided that as far as Twitch goes, it's a very oversaturated market right now. And it's hard to dedicate as much time to streaming as it is to a podcast, believe it or not. Uh, There might still be time in the future for us to do some kind of stream, so let us know if you'd be interested in that kind of thing. But for right now, honestly, just making uh, audio-based content where we don't have to show our horrible faces is uh, pretty useful. All right, RFM asks, uh, Sean, are there any anime you would really want to do a show on, but you never do because you think it would make a boring episode? Oof. And I think it's sort of also the underlying question of how much do you take into account, not just like what anime do you choose, but is it going to be a good episode? How well, much does that influence your decision-making process? Believe it or not, Rem, uh, a lot of the shows I pick for you tend to be uh, based on both my views and how you will likely react to it. Mm-hmm. I try to mix things up as things go. Lately, I've been pretty nice to you. But sometimes I'll throw a curveball in just to see how you react. Have there been any that you you just you you've thought about doing a few times? It, it keeps coming up in your head, but you keep denying because you're like it just wouldn't work. It's just not a, a an interesting or fun enough episode. Uh, ultimately, there's some throwaway trashy ones that are not trashy in an interesting way. Okay, like we've got a lot of shows out there that are wildly bad and inappropriate and can be turned into comedy fodder. Uh, But then there are some that just don't do anything that's super interesting with the subject. Like a lot of etchy bullshit that I get recommended is interesting in its own right because it has a gimmick or a quirk that makes it interesting. Uh, but if it's just smut for the sake of smut, uh, it's not as interesting. If that was the as, case, especially I'd... because we we don't want to end up just like repeating ourselves. Especially, uh, I imagine when you're choosing one, if you choose one that's too similar, well, I'm just going to say the same thing I've said a million times. There should at least be like one interesting thing about it exactly. that can be discussed. And uh, I do eventually do some of those shows, but I space them out so much that the conversation is new and interesting. Like with High School DxD, oh boy, that one's been requested for ages but i wanted to save it for you know where we were in the podcast then because uh it's extreme enough in the right direction and it is weird enough in the other way to spark an interesting conversation uh not to mention the fact that story actually develops and there's character development which is not common for a show like that uh it's just a it's just a matter of timing really and to your credit john uh, i i would say that you overwhelmingly choose really solid anime for us to discuss when I think about it, like even even the anime I hate, uh, behind the scenes, I'm I'm able to at least be like, okay, this is going to be a good episode, even though I hate myself. Uh, but that being said, there's one episode that stands out in my mind 
where I, like, sincerely, no jokes, I just think you made a poor decision, and I do not think there was enough to discuss or talk about. It wasn't as interesting. It, it was Fist of the North Star. It wasn't. was Fist of the North Star. Yeah, okay. it, like, the fact that you, you, you do it. Like, yeah, I know. I, I, and don't get me wrong. Maybe, maybe later on in the podcast it would have worked, especially where we were in the podcast. I, I don't know how it ended up for, for listeners, uh, but I, I in my mind, while recording, that's my personal least favorite episode out of all of them. Like, normally, I think you do a great job of choosing that one. I was like, I, I what, what what can I say about this one? I, it, it was so crucial uh, to the anime curriculum, I had to choose it early. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is I didn't expect you to be as bored by it as you were. There just wasn't much to even talk about there it's not even just that it was a boring anime it's that there just wasn't much to say about it that i and so it was difficult because if i can't come up with much to say about it then what what do we do uh but yeah so that's a ppi i think that's the only time i can actively think where i have disapproved of your choice from a like behind the scenes perspective every other one i can at least see the merit fair enough fair enough um Here's a fun one from Kazu Morocco. Oh, good old Kazu. All right, what is it? Uh, he would like us to describe in detail the appearance of our uh, our canonical daughter, Samantha. Uh, yes, our our canonical daughter. Yep, that uh, we have. That we definitely have. Uh, Which, by I, the way, do you think? I want to establish a lot of people. They think it's a joke. I want, Samantha. There's nothing joke like about her. She is she is as real as you or me as. As the humor we have on the podcast, and I will stand by that statement 100%. It's hard being two single dads. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, so, it, all right. So, describe me her, what, 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 what she looks like. I'm, I'm thinking she, she got my brown hair. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I, you know, gingers are a recessive trait. So. Maybe a bit on the paler side, though. Oh, definitely. Uh, on the. I have so much Irish and Scandinavian in me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, not al- although Although I, I have a, a bit of a... a a tannered, uh, more olive complexion. Uh, I, I think she's gonna end up a little paler. So, so like medium long brown hair. Yeah, like split the difference between our hairs, and I think that's probably about there. I, I think she's much more competent than either of us. Oh, absolutely. Like she, she is doing very well uh, for her ambiguous age. Yeah. Uh, and she, she, she's quite bright. Uh, she, she, she's amusing as well. She can have a, a great time, very adventurous. She's just not stupid like us. Yeah. No, we're not dead. <laughs> We're not deadbeat parents. We're just those parents that uh, seem not as competent as their kids. Yeah, like we're we're trying. We're we're trying, but it's just she she is so much more than the sum of our parenting. Exactly, <laughs> which goes to show, uh, no matter what your situation, you can turn out to be something great. You uh, you two can be like Samantha, who uh, if we're making an anime out of context serialist, it's like Samantha, Dylan, everything else, us. Exactly. <laughs> we are we are beneath everything at this point. And not above anything at all. Uh, and as far as any other uh, defining features, I mean, ultimately, that's kind of up to uh, you guys to picture in your head. Uh, as well as... I Who just... knows? We'll see in the fan fiction. Don't lewd her, though. No. If, if you, you lewd Samantha, we will not... Like, we, we read uh, a fan fiction for the bonus episode uh, on Patreon. We, we will not be reading any that lewd Samantha. You can include Samantha in a lewd fan fiction, but you cannot lewd Samantha. Yeah, and honestly, we'd be way more impressed by fan fiction that focus more on interesting weird things than uh, lewd things. But we did have a very well done lewd yeah, fan fiction from Yeah, but Kat I would Zodiac. say the interesting things are what made it more <laughs> it's, interesting. It's true, it's true. But yeah, no, so just, yeah, picture, you know, a good, good, good mix of 
uh, our our aesthetics essentially. And, and speaking of the fan fiction writer himself, Cat uh, Zodiac has asked us: Given the chance that we grow to the point where we'd be able to sustain ourselves, would we do the podcast full time or continue our day jobs? Now, there's an interesting thing that needs to be addressed here. <laughs> is is it the fact that you don't have a real job? Yeah. So Sean, he's an adult. He has a real job. Dylan, adult, real job. I have a couple of weird jobs. He sells himself for money. <laughs> it's true. I, I'm, I'm not going to elaborate uh, because I find that funnier. Yep. It, it is true with an asterisk. Uh, I, I do a lot of gig-based stuff. So for me, even if, even if the podcast became very financially viable, which would be absolutely amazing because that... Already, the fact that we're we're making anything at all from it, we recognize how like privileged and unlikely and amazing that is, and we're so grateful for that. Uh, if it got to the point where uh, the three of us we could actually uh, make a living, I would continue doing most of the stuff that I am already doing. I would just the, have more freedom to do so. Yeah, the biggest change is you would have to watch more anime. Yeah, like if <laughs> in an interesting way. Uh, it would just, it would be more responsibilities for me, not less. Yeah. Uh, what, what about you? What, what would you do? Would you keep a, a day job or would you, honestly, uh, would you try going full time podcast? Like, if I had the opportunity to just do this as a job and, you know, sustain myself uh, and school and all that, I would do that in a heartbeat. Uh, problem is, though, we're a three man team and that is so far in the future, I can't, it's not feasible. Yeah, it, it's definitely a, a long ways away. It's, it's a nice little dream. Uh, right now, it's a little bit unreasonable, but, uh, you know, it, it's, and I'm sure, uh, D Dylan's not here, but I'm sure he would be all in. I yeah, because spending all of our sound time. Sound design is his shit. And so if, if he could, if he could make a proper amount of money, not at a real person job, I think he'd be all yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, like if we could spend all of our time making content and having people enjoy and listen to that content, I feel like that would be the dream. Uh, but ultimately, that's just not something realistic for us, unfortunately. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe th this cry for help <laughs> will encourage us, uh, but it's hard to say. All right. Oh, here's a fun one from Farmer Weeb. Remington, what's your favorite word? My favorite word? See, that's a difficult one. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of good words out there. At least a dozen. Superfluous? That's a good word. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a big fan of juxtaposition. juxtaposition that's a great word. Yeah. Uh, not even, like, I like its meaning, but really what matters is, like, just the sound of the thing. It starts out with a J and then the XT. Uh, it's real good. Uh, for now, I'm going to say my favorite word of all time. <laughs> yep. Once you say it here, you can't fucking change it is definitely going to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my word. It's my word. Oh, it's my God. word. I get I to gotta keep it to be mine. It's, no one else gets to, to, to hear my word. You do realize. It's a special word. Yeah, okay. But people are going to realize that your word is basically going to be. Well, I, I see, as, as long as we don't indicate, I don't think. I don't think they're going to be able to extrapolate from it. Uh, and so, uh, who knows? Maybe I'll eventually let them in on my favorite word. Uh, but for now, for now, they they uh, are stuck in the dark. Uh, Farmer Weeb also asks you a question, Sean. Uh, and this is actually matched with uh, with a question uh, for me. Uh, 
uh, Farmer Weeb and Hayden Lecker are just asking us what our waifus uh, slash husbandos are. Oh, what a lovely question. The question that everybody wants to ask, even though they know it'll start a fight almost immediately. So, so, so Sean, if you just had to choose... A waifu. I'll give you a waifu and a husbando. Just what uh, one do you think? You're a waifu and a husbando off the top of my head. Ooh, that's a rough. You, you don't have to be locked in. However, everyone will judge you. Everyone will judge me. Yeah. See, because it's easier to choose from a show than it is overall. Um, man, for a husbando, I think I'm gonna go with Reagan Arataka. Oh, but great husbando. Like solid husbando. Like he he. He's, you know, a con artist, but he has such a heart of gold and is such a good guy, and he knows how to make me laugh, which is. What I look for in a husband. <laughs> uh, as for a waifu, that's a much harder question. Uh, man, there's a lot that come to mind. Like uh, a recent one was my Sakurajima from uh, Bunny Girl Senpai. That was a good one, but I don't think I would put her at like the top of my list. Um, you know, this might be a bit of a weird one. Okay, is, is this your official answer? Uh, I think, for now, I think for now it'll okay. be a good official let's, let's answer. Hear it. Uh, there's a show that we've yet to cover. Uh, oh, okay, so I don't, okay, I don't you'll, give a shit. You won't really have a frame of reference I'll just for be it. tuning out. Uh, it's kind of a tie between uh, Nagisa and Tomoya from Clanad. Uh, mostly because uh, I was in a pretty dark place when I first read through Clan Ed and that showed... The, the number of times you're talking about, like, anime or manga and you're like, I was in a really bad place. And I read through some some manga, watched some anime. Hey, <laughs> I don't judge your formative years. You don't judge mine. I sort of do. I judge both mine and yours, frankly. Uh, so those two characters from Clan Ed did a real big number for me. I'd have to go back and re-research it and replay it to see if that still stands true. But I feel confident with those two. All right. For me, I have an easy answer. Easy, number one, go-to answer. Um... It, it it might be a little bit of a surprise uh, because my my waifu uh, is one hundred percent number one anime dog of the day on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they are the single greatest thing to happen to anime literally ever. Anime dog of the day is my waifu. Go follow them on Twitter. They're amazing, producing the single best anime content out there. An anime dog every single day. Okay, then what's your husbando? Also anime dog of the day! <laughs> That's it! That's the only possible answer I can give! I mean, sure. That's not gonna bother people. Listen, listen, listen. Who knows? Maybe, eventually, I'll, I'll get a proper anime waifu. Uh, <laughs> okay, if you say it like that. <laughs> but right now, anime dog of the day, and I think that's not only the best answer, but like the objectively right answer. Dear God. All right, fine. Then I've got a question for you uh, from Zachary Shirley. Uh, the question is, why do you do this even though you don't like anime, Rem? All right, so this is a question I get very often. Like I've had to explain to many people, uh, I, I do a podcast about a topic I hate. I do a podcast about anime, but I hate anime. It, it's, it is a day-to-day -day inconvenience anytime it gets brought up. This is your chance to explain to the world or the people at the very least. It, it also happens when, when we go to like an anime convention and, and I'm like, I hate anime. And they're like, but why are you here? And, uh, there's a simple answer. I don't really have a choice. Uh, the, the, even when we had decided we were going to do a podcast, uh, which I was fine with. 
I didn't come up with it being an anime podcast. I wasn't the one who suggested, yeah, and then I'll just be super confused, frustrated, I won't get it, and I'll fall into intellectual and existential nihilism day by day as I lose all sense of grounding and hope as we go along. Like, that wasn't my idea. That all came from him. Yeah. (laughs) Guilty. I'm the one who had the brilliant idea of making a... uh... Let's call it a light and dark side uh, mixture podcast. I mean, if, if we want to, there will be some people who say, but but why did you uh, uh, agree to it? And and that's twofold. One is is uh, a nice and swell answer. Another one, uh, it, it's a little bit heartfelt, uh, and we've sort of discussed it. The first, uh, because it, it's a solid idea. Lots of people have commented, it is a genuinely good idea to get someone who is generally averse to anime to watch anime. And I recognized the merit in the idea. It was a real solid idea from Sean, uh, and I think it's worked out quite well. Uh, The second reason, uh, even though I still really didn't like uh, and didn't want to watch anime, it was a good idea. And the whole beginning of, like, why we started uh, was, like, Sean, if you remember, you were were feeling sort of, like, uh, directionless in in life. Uh, And and I was like, let's start a project together. And so I I came up with a few ideas, and I was like, you just need a project, and you know what? I'm going to do the project with you that way. Uh, it was sort of like uh, accountability. Like, if I do the project with you, a project will happen. Yeah, it's like working out. As long as you have a workout buddy, you're much more likely to do it because you have another person to rely on. Yeah, so I wanted to help my friend get out of, of the hole that he was in. I wanted to, to help him. I wanted to pull him out. And he was like, okay, perfect. The way I'm getting out of this hole is by, is by torturing you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm climbing out of this hole that I'm in. You're helping me out. And then he Sparta kicks me off a cliff. (laughs) We just jump into a different hole together. That way, we are suffering together. Yeah, but my side of the hole, like, has a sulfuric acid leak. I would like to request a different hole. (laughs) Well, you can't get that until a few more dates, I'm afraid. What, What I've learned from this, Sean. Yes. Uh, from from our, our lovely patron patrons' questions, they are way better at asking questions than than we are. For the for the listeners uh, who who don't know, because this will be going to to everyone. For, yep. for this one, uh, we we did a pre banter thing for a little while where we would ask each other questions and try to riff on that. It started out okay. It got real bad. Uh, <laughs> any any of our patrons will will know what we're talking about. Uh, we, we had fun, but it was so bad. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we, we look forward. I, I think this was uh, a fun idea. I look forward to doing more Q&As. I think we're going to try and make it a monthly thing. Uh, so if you're a patron and you have more questions, we'll probably have more Q&A posts as time goes on. Uh, you'll be able to listen to us answer plenty more questions where those came from till eventually. Uh, if, if, and it can be questions about us. It could also just be a question about life. If, if you're just wondering about life, if you want to know why the sky is blue or how to break up with your girlfriend, we aren't capable. We, we are not qualified to answer those questions, but we will. We, we will be uh, our, our little patron Q&A's will be whatever questions are sent to us, whether it's about us or otherwise. Yeah, and for the public Q&As, do not be afraid, uh, if you're not a patron, to send us questions uh, via email or whatever. We may get to them, but the patron thing is just the way to guarantee you'll get a question yeah. answered on a podcast episode. Yeah. And and of course, if you if, if you want to actually listen to more Q&As or get any of our bonus content, our monthly bonus episodes, our weekly pre-banter, which is really bad every single week. Uh, and, uh, hey, it's the best thing you can buy for $2, I think. <laughs> 
heavy disagreement. Oh, I so strongly disagree with that statement. <laughs> I mean, 10 minutes of pure bliss. Mm, hmm. Uh, mm, so many, so many reasons I disagree with, bliss, with that. Bliss, cringe, it's the same. <laughs> I just have to flex my Chunibyo away. What, what was it last week? Because our, our listeners, it was, we had, uh, there was a polar bear and a penguin, and they they were negotiating sacrificial tribute. Yes. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? Only our patrons know. And they wish they didn't. <laughs> but if you'd like to know, you are more than welcome to sign up at our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. And honestly... If you really enjoyed this little uh, Q and A, then please uh, try, give us a give us a shout out on Patreon. Uh, drop a couple bucks our way, where you can get more of this content as well as uh, consistent monthly content that we have definitely not been delayed on uploading at all in whatsoever. Uh, as well as the chance to be thanked personally uh, via this podcast. It, it, this wasn't intended to be like fifty percent just us showing them. The Patreon, but hey, we're here now. <laughs> look, look, if we don't shill, then we can't make this our full-time jobs like uh, some people want us to, apparently. Oh, boy. Could you imagine? I, okay, okay. I want to address something within that that premise again. It, uh, don't get me wrong. I would be wildly grateful if afforded that opportunity. However, <laughs> if I had to say that my job was watching anime, guys, that's... So if you want to make that happen, no, 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 that's not a sales pitch. That's, that's tell your friends. No, 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 no. This this isn't like reverse psychology sales pitch. This is just like a genuine existential crisis that is happening in my brain. Yeah, maybe a, a crisis for you, but what I see is a future paycheck. Oof. <laughs> uh, but if you want to be thanked like any of these many people, uh, then head on over to uh, patreon.com slash anime out of context. And Remington, who are the lovely people been supporting us monthly? That is a great question, Sean. Uh, many of them, we read their names uh, when, when they asked us questions. And uh, all of them are going to be now be spoken by the lovely and luscious Dylan. While of course we would love to thank all of our bland bitch protagonists and magical girls, the shoutouts, of course, go to our Yandere waifus, starting off with Xerix, Uliana, Ultimate 5401, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Leos123, Kazoo Maracas, Cassidy Justin, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Hayden Lecker, Glenn Michael Dolan, Fluffy, Farmer Weeb, Choop57, Cat Zodiac, Anonymous Gamer, and Miles to Go, and last but not least, Alexander Nasiasino. Next up, we're taking a step into Hogwarts with our boy wizard tier, starting off with Rich Huffnagel and, of course, Brady Weinbarger, and with a new member of the club, Chase Fredette. And, of course, finally, our Chef Namusco tier with our patron saint, Saint, and his counterpart, the Almighty Sinner, and surely one of my favorite patrons, Zachary Shirley. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> Your dulcet tones help keep us sane. And if you cannot uh, afford to throw a couple bucks our way, that's perfectly all right. What you can do is you can leave a review for us on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Or if you really want to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter 
or send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Also, probably wash your hands. Seriously, guys. It's gross. We'll be right back.